Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, my little butter chicken. You're listening to Bandwagons. Smiling away at myself in the mirror, I am. Are you? Calling myself a butter chicken. Hello, my little butter chicken. You have to pronounce it like... Butter your, chicken? 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 I was going to say like you're Josie from Big Brother and not whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, I went from Australia, from like Summer Bay to Bally Buffet very fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, round trip. Like, um, how, how's your week been? Uh, it's Monday, but it's going good. It's going, yeah, what's right, it? Well, I was going to say, like, the listeners probably think we haven't seen each other, but I did call up to your house and <laughs> stood at a distance to give you an Easter egg. And tell them what happened. Um, so I came around the corner because, like, there's where Breed lives, it's really awkward to get parking. So I It's actually not. You just hate parking outside, directly outside anywhere you need I'm to be. I'm not you parking. You don't park in far away. I'm not parking where there's a bus stop, all right? Just because you actually actively want me to break the law, right? <laughs> Also, I didn't know I could drive into your drive. Anyway, so I texted her and I was like, I'm going to be there. But I ended up having to pull around and go right at the back of the estate. And I got out of the car and I was walking down. She was after texting me and she was like, you're not here. Where are you? I can't see you. And she was out in the garden and I came up and I was like... Oh, <laughs> I was cleaning up the bins or something. You were cleaning up the bins. Um, well, it wasn't a surprise because she knew I was coming. But I got... Nobody got Breeding Easter Egg this year. So I got Breeding Easter Egg. Um, and... I got her two, yeah, they were, because they were on offer. Now's the time to get them. Don't be buying them for Easter Sunday, get them after. Um, and breeds are born crying. <laughs> like, I've never cried so much. And all my headspace came out, they were like, what did you do? <laughs> what did you say to her? They were like, people. I literally took the eggs and just ran back inside crying. <laughs> yeah, truly, like, I was like, oh, cool. It was so bizarre, because I just wanted to go, like, we don't hug each other anyway, but, like, I wanted to just go over to you, like, 
I had to just keep stopping myself. It was so bizarre. And it really well, just you, you say me. like we don't hug each other anyway. Like that's not by my choice. It's firmly by yours. Like uh, you're not a much of a hugger either. Oh, don't tell lies. I love a hug. I've just learned to understand that you do not. I'm going to be a hugger when this is all over. I've decided. You're going to be a, a reformed uh, hug giver. Yeah. That's nice. That's one thing to get out of this. Um. So yeah, I suppose that was it. I was I was working today and it was um fairly below average, you know, I'm gonna be honest. And now we're here recording. So Yeah. I've been TikToking to my heart's content today. It comes in I've, waves. <laughs> I've noticed, yeah, your uh, I did enjoy Breed as a video up of her doing the Savage Dance to all time low. Could not recommend enough. Really, really good content. It took so for many days. For anyone who is still an emo, previously an emo, or just like seeing people do the do a dance to the wrong song it's iconic um, I think I'm, I'm regretting right. into my te- into my emo years I think I am as well I think I've actually listened to so much all time low that I genuinely believe that I might go to Warped Tour this summer do you know what I mean <laughs> like my brain is rotting from the inside but this is literally what I was like as a 16 year old like I just I used to sleep in till like four in the day and then just sit up all night watching videos on YouTube like this is exactly as it was back then so um, I think that's why Fair. Um, did you watch much TV over the weekend? I did. Uh, they're going to be my mini bandwagons, but what did I watch? Watch obviously this bloody too hot to handle. Well, that that's what I was going for an intro there, Bri. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so episode yes, is I watched. I watched loads of telly. I watched too hot to handle. Oh wow! Okay. What did you watch? I, it's weird that you asked that because I also watched Too Hot to Handle. I only watched this because you were making us do this episode. Oh, I did not want to watch it. Don't, don't make me drop the receipts of you going, hey, so if we don't do Too Hot to Handle this week, will we have missed the boat? It is yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to push it out so I wouldn't, we wouldn't have to do it. Fair. Um, no, a couple of people, a, a couple of people said it to me and yeah. they were like, wait for the Too Hot to Handle episode. I was like, mm, presumptuous. But um. There has been a lot of chat about it. Do you want to tell people roughly what it's about if they've avoided it thus far or they're thinking about watching it? Yeah, so it's a Netflix series with a load of like single, young, good-looking people in Mexico in a villa, very similar to Love Island. But the whole concept is that they don't know why they're there. Or like, I don't know. I don't actually, it's so bizarre to try to explain because They've all obviously signed up for this TV show, but they don't understand what the premise of it is until like 24 hours into shooting where they reveal that they're there um, to win a prize fund. But the prize fund will keep going down every time they kiss or like have sex with each other. Is that a good way of explaining it? Yeah, I think you got it in one there. It is basically, as you said, it's an extremely similar uh, concept to Love Island. And I'm pretty sure one of the main people involved in Love Island, and it's bad that I can't remember their name, but they've been involved in the production of this. Um, reality television dating game show. And I would assume that they're told that it is a dating show, but they're not told the rule until they get there. Yeah, um, it was like an untitled dating show they'd signed up for. Yeah. Um, created by Laura Gibson, developed by Charlie Bennett. Um, eight episodes, and they're between 30 to 45 minutes. Um, the host of the series is a virtual assistant named Lana 
so it's like Alexa but like not Alexa obviously um and Desiree Birch does the voiceover she's very very funny um, and basically the premise of the show is to teach young single people to create genuine connections instead of their usual flings. If contestants engage in any sexual contact on the island, then the prize money would decrease starting at $100,000. So, I mean, you hear that breed, right? So I we've obviously watched it, but prior to going into this, what were you expecting? I just, for even from the trailer, like I just didn't get the whole like oh, it's a dating show, but you're actually not allowed to kiss each other. I, I just, I just didn't get it. And I watched the whole thing now and I still don't really get what the whole point of it was. Does that so, sense? yeah, no, completely. Because like, to be honest, you hear that it's basically, if you were to reverse engineer Love Island, too hot to handle from the outside is kind of that. Because it's like the whole thing of, do you know, like not having sex or whatever? I mean, we're all partaking in that challenge. Do you know what I mean? Like we're all we're all up for grabs of getting the one hundred thousand k. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of seemed bizarre to me that that was like the hook, and I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. But I was still very intrigued because from the trailer from episode one, it's very, very, very similar. You've that biting kind of voiceover. Like the VTs are incredibly similar. It's all these conventionally hot, young, single people who are talking about how they pull women or men or whatever else. So like, I mean, you know, I love that shit. So I was like, sign me up. But I don't know where it ends. Like, I don't know how. It seems very easy in my head. Like if you really need a hundred. Literally, if a hundred K was at stake for you to not kiss or have sex with anyone for a month, you'd easily do it. Like. That's the thing, like, it's it's a weird one, like, and I think it's one of the reasons, I think it could have worked, and we're going to talk about this later on, but um, there's a couple of things I think they needed to change for it to work, but this whole thing of, oh my God, these people have never met each other, and we don't know what they're told before they go in, as we said, like, they're obviously told it's some kind of dating show, and I don't know, are they told beforehand that it's just like, you need to go in and you just need to be really horny. Like, whatever you think about, like, doing stuff on TV, like, who cares? Like, we're going to be on Netflix. Just, like, just do it. Like, that, you'll get further in the show. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, they all obviously meet. Um, It's eight episodes, but it was filmed over 30 days. Um, and as I said, the episodes are quite short. So not a lot of time to get content in. Bit of not a weird- lot of content either. Like it's just fair, like, but I and I think that comes down to what happened with the concept. But do you want to talk through the cast? I know you were oh, saying yeah, yeah. first impressions of them. Yeah, so I literally started it Saturday night. Um, so I only have like I know there's some additional characters come into play towards the end. I didn't include them in this. So Francesca, I wrote down, she's dead behind the eyes. <laughs> yeah, Haley she- Haley's not doing great things for blondes. David has a ventriloquist dummy face and no one else seems to notice this. Like only the Sorry. lower half of his face. Uh, a lot of people said this to me on Insta and a lot of people were like, his face is actually so angular. It's like something out of technical drawing. Yeah. Like, I'm ob- like, he is one of my faves. I do like him, but he's just, his mouth from like the opening shot of him, I was like, what is going on there? <laughs> but he is a lovely, he's a good, good guy. Bryce, can someone pick, come pick up their dad? <laughs> like he's a bit older than the rest of them as well and he it just shows and the, even the way the rest of the cast said when they saw him walking down they thought he was the host of the show 
Like he, he just has like, that look about him. He looks like Leo Varadkar's geezer twin is what I said on. Uh, no one doesn't. Uh, no, he does, does in, <laughs> in some like in like if in Leo Varadkar in a parallel universe, who did someone? Someone he else. Was a geezer though, but um, he big geezer vibes. Like he, he wasn't a geezer. That was the whole issue. But he looks like a geezer. Is the thing? Well, I don't think you have the right definition of a geezer to be honest. No, Breed. He looks like he's not a hundred miles away from like Arge from Towie. Like he looks like he could be in Towie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he's one of those guys that like manages to pull loads of women and you're kind of like, how? So it's yeah. very full. Carry on. Uh, Chloe, a gal's gal. I'm a big fan of her. I she was a star. Yeah, well, she really was. I enjoyed her a lot. Um, Sharon, I just wrote down what a name. <laughs> Sharon! That's, a, wait, that's all me and Keir would do when he'd come on screen is just do our best film at your impression. Sharon. His is name it? is Sharon, but like it's spelled Sharon, so guillotine, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, the ultimate TY student or top dog of the Grail Talk. If you've ever gone to the Grail Talk, you've all, we've met a Harry, like there was always a I Harry. I hate Harry with every fibre of my He's being. only a child. He was only like 22 no. when they made this. He's a rat. He's, He's a, a baby. Rat. He's a 22 year old baby rat, like. <laughs> a I ratling. Hate. Rattling, yeah. rattling Kells, Kells was too intelligent to be there. Get that man a nice woman and a good job. Yeah, God love him. I literally, this is so bad. I just wrote down Irish girl. I want to say her name is Kate. No, it's Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> but in fairness, I wrote down she got no airtime, so she must be normal enough. Fair. And then Jesus, I wrote down, I don't hate him, but like having watched the rest of it now, I genuinely have no opinion on him. I have no time for him. Um, Jesus is a guy, I think he was one of the Americans as well. It's a, it's a and his name is actually Matt. But um, yeah. he has like long hair and like looks like Jesus, so it became a running joke in the show. Sorry, there's one thing I can say about the concept as well. Everyone came from uh, different places for the most part. So it was mainly from the US and America. But then, as you said, Harry is from Australia. Francesca was from Van- is from Vancouver in Canada. And then obviously we had Nicole, who's from Cork. Yup. Um, David was from Wigan. Nick, uh, yeah. Chloe and the rest of them were like, Essex. yeah. All yeah. over the place, really. Like, um, so yeah. So they obviously they go in. They're at the fire pit because it is essentially the exact same thing. I forgot they, Rhonda. Rhonda was the most stunning brat doll. She did look like a brat doll, doesn't she? She's the best looking person in the whole show. And going all over my tenses, but yeah, no, she was extremely good looking. Um, but sorry, yeah, so it's episode one. They're seemingly given 24 hours to, to know each other before there's some announcement that they don't know about, but we do because we're watching and they tell us. Um, and they're getting to know each other and they're already kind of sizing each other up. And Harry's like, Francesca, the best looking. No, I can't, but he's Gil. Gil, best Gil. looking Gil. Um, <laughs> He's like eyeing up Francesca. They're all eyeing up Francesca because she's like really good, like, good looking. She's like very conventionally good looking, like hot influencer kind of looking gal. Um, few other connections here and there. They go on and do their bits. They come back and they have to do a game where they're blindfolded and they basically just all kiss each other and like guess who kissed them. And like this isn't a game that they were set by. It seems to have, it doesn't seem to have been set by any anybody it seems to have come unprompted but like I doubt that 
anyway, so they do that, and then it's all like, who does Chloe kiss? Does does Chloe kiss Harry? Chloe, I think Chloe was mad for Harry, but Harry was initially mad for yeah. So she, yeah, she kisses Harry, and Harry's or like, David. No, her and David do go on a date then later on. Um, but there's that whole thing to try and drum up kind of this whole sexual tension, like earlier. Uh, Sharon and your one were like lying down on a on a what are they called deck chairs and like David was applying lotion on her arse and everything it was just outrageously horny from the outset right like but like there's this big countdown that is so it's totally irrelevant because they they're under no pressure because they don't know there's a countdown so there's actually no need for a countdown whatsoever because we're the only yeah, ones this know is yeah, I don't know. Anyway, after that game, they're kind of brought into this living area where your one starts speaking. Oh, sorry, actually, uh, uh, Francesca and Harry are in the bedroom and they seem like they're about to like kiss or whatever, or do something. And then this smart speaker, like all fighting starts. It looks like a, a fucking Febreze diffuser, right? And it's like, hello, I'm Lana. Go to the sitting room. And they all go to the sitting room. And... She basically explains that, like, they're there because, like, they're constantly riding around each other and they're not making meaningful meaningful connections. And this is a retreat, in inverted commas, um, and there's a rule to the retreat um, in order to win this prize fund of 100k. Um, and the rule is, as you said, there's no touching, um, no kissing, no heavy petting is what she says, and absolutely, like, no sexual intercourse of any kind. And at this point, the lads and even some of the girls are like, what the fuck? I'm going like ape shit about this, right? Like even Nicole is like, I'm not letting some robot tell me that I can't ride around myself. And it's just really... This is where they lose me though, because the reactions are not genuine. <laughs> like They're just not. They're very, like they're very, very strong for like what is, especially because what annoys me is that they don't say from the outset what's going to happen with the money. Like, does it go to one person or is it split up? Like, I know we learned that at the end. But like, if you were competing for, I don't know how many of them, I think there was kind of between 10 and 12 people for the whole thing. It's like, you divide that. You're in with a shot of like 10K. Yeah. Like, you'd be severely less motivated in comparison to if you were fully going for the 100k itself do you know what I mean so that was a flaw I thought but yeah as you said like it seems no but like it's believable of this whole thing of them being like oh my god this is the worst day of my entire life I can't like top someone do you know it's no but just... that was only in the talking head interviews that were clearly shot after the whole thing I think do you know in those like their little... see... and then in the you on the couch see... or whatever they're just like unsurprised by it it's I wouldn't know. I don't agree. No, the lads like did look surprised. No, I don't think any of them looks genuinely surprised. Uh, I, I was know. like, but then why were they there? Like, what did they think they were just going to be there because for four they, weeks to just? They must have been told. Like, they must have been told that it was some kind of Love Island esque dating show. Like, I just I no? find it so bizarre. And you said they were called to the sitting room. I'd like to point out that they were called to the Palagoli. Which what did the you fuck not find the Exactly. They do you know you know every time they were called, it was like the 
I don't know if it was Polygoli. I might have made that up. Do you I know that really was like, think you did. Like, I know I heard them call it another name so for a really bizarre word. Instead of like fire pit, they uh, replaced it with like Palagoli and it just was so blatantly trying to make it like the fire pit. Palagoli. I'm just googling it. Pa Palosi? Palazoli? Palagoli. I, to be honest, I didn't subscribe to that because like that's that's not a word and it's not a word to describe a room in my opinion but no it's but an outdoor room is it they're all out, they were outside for the whole thing pretty much it was like an outdoor like covered over pergola not that pergola. room didn't have a ceiling that just goes it to have a ceiling but it didn't have walls like oh it was that was that so it was facing out onto like wherever fucking beach they were on yeah well like now you say beach it was just a fucking load of bags of sand dropped in a load of grass did you cop that no, God. When they did the aerial shots coming in, there's like basically just a load of sand just dumped, and then a few deck chairs put in, and then like a fire pit or whatever. But it's just it's basically in the garden of this villa. Like they're not. I don't think there are. There's no well, like there is a beach somewhere, but I don't know. There was definitely sand um, delivered in. Like at this point, though, at the end of the episode, I'm still, I'm still hooked, right? Because there's this whole thing of like. Harry's like uh, Harry wants to break the rules because he wants to get with Francesca because she's the hottest woman he's ever seen um like Sharon and Rhonda seem to be having their thing and they all seem to kind of have these connections where they're like mm, like will we won't we like is it worth it whatever blah, blah, blah. Like, oh yeah that was a thing like some of the connections when you look back are so weird but um then there was a whole thing of like the end of that episode, like again, the similarities to Love Island, like they bring in extra people who they refer to as grenades instead of bombshells. They have Grenade these like workshops instead of challenges, which are again, like, oh, no, but Grenade is just an ugly person though. Yeah, in, Jer- in Jersey, Jersey Shore. Jersey. Like. Yeah. It's not a good word. Not, not something you want to be called. Um, yeah, which is why did they pick that? Like, I don't know. Surely there's another why? synonym for bomb or something. <laughs> why didn't they just call them like, like I don't know, blow-ins? I don't know anything. Literally, anything. don't say something. Work. IRA will get in trouble. I wasn't. Go- I was getting away from that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I was lost within the first half an hour. I just it made me I'm want to watching- go. I was watching with my housemate and I was like, listen, I want to stick this on because people are saying, like, people are like, this is you all over, whatever. Um, and started watching it. And I was like, this is ideal. It's 35 minutes. This is so bingeable. This seems like an interesting concept. Like, me and Jack were talking at that point. We were like, maybe they're going to get opportunities to steal the money. Like, blah, 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 whatever. Like, the next episode carries on. Sorry, I started talking about workshops, whatever. They, they don't do challenges. They do workshops where they're kind of basically like, again trying to look inwardly and like reflect on themselves which doesn't make sense if you're trying to rile them up to like bang each other either like there was none of that but this is the thing like that's where I think they leaned too heavily into this concept of oh no like we're it's not that kind of reality show like we're really trying to get them to learn something like no member wants that like all people want is drama I wanted to see them like and this is the thing, and this is the criticism that often comes up with Love Island, where they're like, that concept is dead because they can't really stir up the same drama anymore because of all the controversies that have come with it, which is fair enough. 
but at the same time it's like how like how do we liven things up or like how we still love that idea of let's throw all these hot people into a room and just see what happens but like you kind of have to poke a bear at some stage do you know yeah no I just I thought it was the challenges were so bizarre in the context of the show like you said I just found everything anyone said was fake or like just they were told to say it in the VTs especially or not the VT you know the in, talking head interviews um did you notice as well that all the music that they played underneath was like a like a rip-off mobile phone version of a chart song yeah, I, I liked the song. <laughs> I was Googling, I was like, who are who are these tunes? No, but they were, it was like, it could have been like a, like a song that sounded really like Sagala, but like obviously they didn't oh. have the right to Sagala. So, they used so generic. Yeah, yeah. Really, really generic. Yeah. Um, oh. But so obviously we go into like the next few episodes and as you said, they're after doing like, but they do this like challenge where they're essentially, they have some zenny like fanny name for it but it, they're basically tying each other up in bondage and it's this like someone comes in to teach them how to do this like the art of rope trying class and it's supposed to like have them trust each other more it's supposed to be like an exercise in trust because one person is controlling the other person doesn't but like it's blatantly to try and get them to like be horny and it just doesn't work because prior to this harry and francesca I think they kiss and he kisses her and Lana obviously calls him out and was like, there's been a breach of the rules when they go out to the Palagosi or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> um, and it's like, it costs them, how much is a kiss again? Three thousand Three grand, yeah. yeah. Um, and like Lana doesn't say who broke it. She does sometimes, but this time she didn't. And it was like, everyone's kind of like, oh my God, who broke the rules? And Harry's like, oh yeah, like, um, we kissed or whatever and doesn't take any blame for it. So Francesca goes absolutely ape and they're not really talking. So and he, then he, she tells everyone he kissed her, which was true. And then he went off and told everyone that she kissed him and like never owned up to it. Yeah. But even then when like Lana put it forward, she, he was like, oh yeah, no, we kissed each other. And she was like, I'm not, I'm not taking the blame for this. Like I wasn't, like I wasn't up for breaking the rules and losing the money. Um, well, no, she definitely was. There, there's she two of them in it. Because I think she was a plant. I think her and Haley were plants. Why would they take Haley out then? Why was Haley so shit if she was a plant? I think. I think they were all plants for a start, but I think they could have got a better one than Haley. I don't think they were. Like, see, the reason, like, the reason why I think Francesca was a plant was because she didn't care about the money because she's a pretty lucrative career. None of them cared about the money. I did. I think they did. No, not even like towards the end when like the, they were losing loads of money and they lost like 20 grand or something one night and everyone just went like, yeah, fair enough. I suppose like if you're a little bit more in love with each other now, like was it was probably worth it. Like no one ever got riled up or no one really got annoyed that other people were draining the jack, the, the pot for them. Like it just, I, think I was getting stressed. Yeah. yeah. This is, and this was one of the criticisms of it that it was like and again I still think it's an interesting concept but it just seemed very it's very low stakes and as you said it's like I know you're saying you don't think anybody cared about the money but like there seemed to be a lot of them in my opinion I think some of them did and then I think a lot of them didn't and like my point is that like how are you supposed to uphold that show when none of them really care and there's no 
there's no there's no fight for it like yeah literally it's getting to a point where they were hemorrhaging money and it was just like it didn't seem fair when you had people who were already wealthy and a fun fact about your man harry jousey he was actually on um new zealand have a version of it's called heartbreak island but from what i've read about it the concept is very similar to love island and he won that with whoever uh, the his whoever he was coupled up with. He won fifty k on that. Like yeah. He didn't use the money of this. Like, I think a lot of them, and uh, from with this from this perspective, I do agree with you. I think a lot of them probably signed up with the idea that this was going to be like huge exposure for them because like this is Netflix. Like this isn't whatever about Love Island. That's a very insular audience. Like you're talking about. Like the UK, Ireland, and like obviously people in America watch and people from other places watch, but like Netflix are talking like worldwide appeal. So I think for a lot of them, it was just a stepping stone and they probably thought, and even in making some of the moves where they'd lose the money and they'd get with people, I'd say they were just like, I would sure it doesn't matter. I'm going to make like X amount of grand on an Insta post when this is all done. X amount of grand. X amount of grand. Um. But yeah, like it, like it carries on. There's kind of two main couples, as we said. So it's like Francesca and Harry of this whole, like, will they, won't they for the whole thing? Because everyone is interested in Francesca and she's like kind of up for pursuing like every lead with whoever before yeah. going back with Harry. And then there's Sharon and Rhonda, though, as you said, Sharonda. David is really, uh, interested in Rhonda. And then you just have all these outside players who, as you said, there's a few questions the they never get anywhere. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What was the point? What was Nicole there for like a holiday? Yeah, no, I do feel sorry for Nicole. If anyone listened to... She didn't try. I will like, you don't know that though is the thing. Like she yeah. said, she said on Louise and Charlie's show from by the time you're listening to this, it'll be last week's show. Louise and Sherry interviewed her and she was like, oh, like, were you, ha- were you happy with how it ended up and whatever? And she was like, yes and no. And I mean, like the classic reality TV contestant answer. She was like, there was stuff I thought they'd put in and they didn't or stuff I thought they'd show and they didn't. Um, And like, by the time this comes out, 
I'd say they I think they're still under like press embargo. I think the end of this week they're allowed to say stuff because Louise is like, Are you single? Blah, 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 whatever. And like I'd already watched and like I knew she still was, and she was like, Haha, I can't say. But like at the same time, I know a lot of people have argued that like fair play to her Irish gal got her holiday. Literally, yeah, she got in fairness, she got the edit everyone would want. Like, you know, she got the money at the end of it. She didn't have to like bang on telly. She didn't have any drama with anyone. She didn't like you know, she just literally was a nice girl, had a good crack and then came out with a bit of money at the end of it. Like, Yeah, she didn't come across badly at all. But I no, think no. there was so much made of it, again, especially because we're talking about such an international platform for someone like extremely Irish. I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. Like, And as I said, you'd all these other people like Haley comes but leaves because she hates everyone and doesn't want to participate. Though at one point she does that about, like? to take money away from the prize pot deliberately to fuck with other people. And Francesca obviously is willing, and that's another three thousand. It was Francesca's idea. But she was well up for it, like, and was well, oh, yeah. and, like, I think she fancied her. I think oh, Haley fancied Francesca. Definitely did, and she knew she wouldn't get anywhere, and that's why she kind of got pissed off. She um, like she couldn't pursue her. Uh, Jesus leaves at one point and that was really sad for me but also I was kind of like fair because contributed nothing wasn't doing anything like couldn't do anything they brought two people in really late at the end of the, sorry three, three they, yeah. they brought in Madison and they brought in Corey and there was like no point to them there was like a whole they tried to make some kind of storyline with Lydia and David doesn't go anywhere Um. Madison gets no airtime. Madison got less airtime than Nicole did, and that's saying quite a lot. Um, it was just as the episodes got on, like I got to episode four, and after that, I was like, "You're losing me here." Like, I don't, I don't get what the what the stakes are here. When, as you yeah. said, nobody really cared anymore. I think at this point they'd gone down to like forty or fifty k. Um. And again, there's still like at least uh, 10 people there, if not uh, 11 or 12, which is like not a lot. And like you're already after getting a free holiday, you'd, pr- I'd, you'd probably just sack it in and you'd probably just start giving people hand jobs nonstop. Um, but then it gets to the end, right? So if you haven't watched it, maybe pause this and come back to it. But, um, don't, don't listen to this if you haven't finished it. <laughs> yeah, true. What are you I'm, doing? I'm sick of not spoiling stuff for people. It gets to the end anyway, and there's this whole thing where Francesca and Harry are back on again, and she is after giving him a blowjob the night previous, I think, and they lose money from the pot. I, do you remember how much? It was like 16 grand or something, wasn't it? For a blowy, was it? Oh no, I'm thinking about their night away, the first night away. 16 grand oh, for yeah, a blowy. 16 grand for a blowy, mate. Um... <laughs> I can't remember. They lost more. Th- it's more than a kiss, but it's less than a shag. But sure, of course it is. I don't want to Google it. Oh, it's they did a few different bits. And it all added up. Oh, I think I was no, asleep. Was, no, no you're thinking of the first night. This is towards the end. They've already lost like a lot of money. And she gives them a blowy during the night. Oh, yeah. They do this. Like, there's this whole thing where... They have one last test to win back the money that they've lost and to bring the total back up to like 75k. Um, and the test is that they get sent away to like um the private suite, aka the hideaway, and they have to not touch each other at all until the next day. 
and the prize money goes back up, right? So then they dedicate this whole episode to them, like, playing kiss chase around the room. Yeah, and fuck that. She gets her tit out, and he's like, did you just get your tit out? And she's like, yeah, I did just get my tit out. What are you going to do about it? And, like, there's this whole thing, and then it's, like, cuts back to all them, and, like, they're talking heads, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, um, I don't trust them. Like, they've already lost us so much money. Like, they'd lost the most money for them combined. Um, so then they go to bed, cuts to the next day, and they come back in and, like, who would have thunk it? They actually managed not to touch each other and the prize money's come back up. Would you look like, at that? They were capable of it the whole time. Who would have thunk? Like, Adam and Eve could never. Gouge. Scoop my eyeballs out with a spoon. Like, I cannot be arsed. Do you know who I feel bad for is the person that sits, the person that was part of production that had to sit and listen through the audio to see if they were actually doing bits or not. I know. (laughs) I was going to do an impression of the noise. I'm going to work for Netflix. It's going to be the best job ever. And then you have to like, see if you can hear someone. What's the job title for that job? Like, (laughs) Sex Uh, noise operator. Sex sound. Oh, Sexy boom operator. I don't know. Anyway. The boom. Uh, boom. Boom, just like riding over the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, yeah. So they come back and they're out at the Palagosi again or whatever. And it's this whole thing of, yay, they didn't do whatever about it. Yeah. So then Lana's like, okay, uh, can the following people stand up? So they make like Rhonda and Sharon stand up. They make no, it was Francesca and Harry first on for ages. They were standing. Sorry, yeah. And so like, they make it... them stand up first, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, those fuckers did not win the money!" Like I haven't even like put. But you t- never believed that they would. Oh, I know, but like this is where I'm like, how are they going to end this? Because uh, up to this point as well, they don't know how the money's going to be split. Sure, they don't. They don't know, and we don't know, or do we know at this point? We don't know until the very end. I don't know what they know. It's so hard to tell because none of them really look stressed. It's let on that they know, but it would make sense that they that they don't know, sorry. But it would make sense that they do know because it kind of explains how lack they're being. Lacks. Yeah. I can't speak anymore. This quarantine is giving me worms or brains. Anyway, um, so Harry and Francesca are standing for ages and everyone's like, oh my God. And then eventually like Sharon and Rhonda have to stand up. And then they kind of call everyone else up like individually. But at this point, they've gotten rid of Corey and Madison as well, haven't they? Yes. Because they were contributing nothing seemingly or whatever, or like Lana deems that they weren't committing to the process fully. And they need them back down to a nice round 10 because it's easier to divide. So then they all stand up and as it turns out, um, they're all winners. Because this is RuPaul's best friends race, seemingly, and participation is everything. Um, so they all get seven and a half K each. And they all talk yeah. about how this is such a great experience. And there's a nice montage of them doing the weird challenges where they had to like look at their own vaginas and pretend to be warriors and wear clay masks. And what an enlightening experience this has been. They're never going to leave someone on red again. They're never going to go someone like... They're purely out there looking for their wife and wives and husbands now. Um, happy days. Off they go into the sunset. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Seven and a half grand as well. To put that into context, to stay in that villa for one night in Mexico is 15 grand. And they, only, they won seven and a half. Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. Yeah. I have to say about it all. 
It was just oh. like it was like letting the air out of out of a balloon. It was just like, and I spoke to loads of other people who'd be like mad into Love Island and who were as on board as me at the start and just DMing me being like, "What? Why did I give over this time? Yeah, to this, for it to end like that? It just it made no." no sense like that, what was the point of it all literally the signs were there from the start though like you never established what it was like was it a sex rehab for addicts like I just don't get it or was it I just don't get it I still don't but get that's it. What it but that's what it was it was like it couldn't decide whether it was this like reality show where they bring all these people and they make them yeah, was it a game show or was it like trying to reform people who have an issue like it just it didn't because a part of me is like, if there was no money, like, what could they do if there was no money and it was just like a thing about abstinence? They get booted out or something. I don't do you know. know what I, mean? I think what yeah. you're, I think I know, like, what you you were saying. What if you could change it? It would have worked so much better with couples who already fancied each other and are used to like being touchy feely with each other, rather than a group of strangers who may or may not actually even want to kiss each other. Do you know. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like. There's another reality show called Temptation Island where where they basically bring like couples who are together and married couples and they're basically trying to make them cheat on each other, right? It's on E if anyone wants Sick. to look at it. I've watched it, it's supposed to be very good. Uh, but like, I don't know why they didn't do that because with Too Hot to Handle because would have the formats have been too similar? I don't know. But it's yeah, maybe. Good. The stakes would have been higher because you have two people who are trying to work together. They might need the money more for something. They've been together. Like it's just... I don't know. And then I had another thing of like, I think if they'd fleshed it out more and like maybe if they if they dropped the episodes in batches like Love is Blind and the episodes then had been slightly longer so we could have seen more. But then that goes to your point of maybe there was simply nothing to see. Yeah, I think behind the scenes of that show was probably an absolute shit show and things didn't go. It did None of it went as it was supposed to go. And that's why some of the episodes are only half an hour. Some of them are 45 minutes. Like there was no consistency with that in that regard at all I'd say it was, it was literally thrown together and put out because they needed something for quarantine and it was like get this done get it out and like it's we can't we can't do any more with it like it was filmed last year and like yeah. I understand I understand why they probably didn't want to go balls to the walls and commit a lot of commit to these like longer episodes or whatever commit to a different format if it didn't work right but I just think they are going to have to make serious changes if it's going to come back for season two. Now, I'm sure it'll still make a killing in terms of ratings because, like, people are talking about it. Like, we're talking about it. We're giving it airtime. It's been released everywhere. We're under quarantine. I think people need that, like, reality TV itch scratched. But I I would not watch again unless they made serious changes to it. Yeah. It's, it's put me off even Love Island. It's just put me off to all those kind of shows. I just don't care for it anymore. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You've like, seen them all. Yeah, it's kind of hard to reinvent the wheel at this point with those types totally. of shows. Do you want to know where they all are now, though, Breed? Yeah, I sure um, do. So, like, I'll talk about, like, the couples first in terms of where they stand, like, status-wise. Um, We don't... No, basically. We probably will by the end of the week because, as we said, I think there's still a press embargo. Um, if we are to believe anything, 
Sharon and uh, Sharon and Rhonda are not together, but they still follow each other on Insta and they still like the odd selfie. Um, Harry and Francesca visited each other. So Harry went to Vancouver and she went to Queensland. So they did visit each other last year around May time because there's photos on their Insta from both places. Okay. Um, they are not together from what I can tell. He seems to be quarantining he, with some he other people. Now, does he? I think, yeah, yeah. From his TikTok. Do not follow him on TikTok. He's painful. But um, anyway, so we have first up my gal, Francesca, Francesca Farrago. And when I went to find her on Insta, she's actually starting um, her own ethical and biodegradable label called Farrago the Label. So I was like, because I did not like her in the show. I was no, like, that's a buzz. Yeah. Sustainable queen. Um, Chloe Vetch. Um, she still lives in Essex and works as a model. I would guarantee, I would nearly put money on it that she is going to be on something in the UK within the next year. She's going to be on X on the beach or something. Yeah, 100%. I feel like she's not, she's not Towie level in the sense of like being that famous, which sounds kind of hateful, but you know what I mean? So I feel like X on the beach would be kind of perfect for her. I then don't we have Rhonda, who we didn't mention, um, has a child and left it also very late in the show to say that <laughs> she was with Sharon. Did you find that as well? Yeah, it was like in Love is Blind, like, like, like when they're engaged and your man comes out as bisexual after they're engaged. Like it reminded me of that oh. where they're literally so committed to each other. And then she's like, by the way, I have a three year old son or whatever. So bizarre. Honestly, really bizarre. Um, Rhonda still lives in Atlanta and is the proud owner of Pure Lux with two capital X's and it's a jewellery brand. Where so did I go. start my own oh, business? Um, she lives in London uh, and is being an influencer. So go for her. Um, Haley lives in Jacksonville, Florida. And attends the University of North Florida, where she is no longer a member of that sorority that she... Oh, spent. shit. She got kicked She out. also got very angry about her edit on Insta, which is quite funny. Um, said that she said loads of other stuff other than the sorority stuff, and that's what they chose to include. But anyway, Kells Dyke. That's how telly works, baby. Yeah, I know, literally. Um, he is still in London, plays for the London Warriors, which is an American football team based in South London, which you'd imagine oh, really? because they're Warriors. Yeah. Good man. Hope he's doing um, well. Harry, as we said, is in LA and has a clothing brand called Naughty Possums. Sick. Could have done without that information. Um, I am sorry. Another fun fact. Himself and your one that he won Heartbreak Island with, they literally broke up after two days. Yeah, I saw that. Like, iconic. I admire him for securing the bag. Um, David, my fave, is unfortunately a personal trainer, so he's very annoying on Instagram. Um, his performance coaching company, they're just all words. Um, Big Dr. Alex called Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like him a lot. But his Instagram is annoying. I follow all of them and I'm like, oh, I regret it a lot. Um, Matthew aka Jesus has relocated to LA from Colorado where he is COO of Dreamcatchers Enterprise with that's Dreamcatchers with a K now it's a branding agency um, he also serves as president of brand MAW I have no idea what that is and he is an actor um, he was on America's Next Top Model as well before yeah 
He also starred as Jesus in a short film. Did he? Yeah, I read that somewhere. Yeah. Um, Sharon has a few minor acting credits. Um, He was in Creed 2. Keep an eye out for him. And he was more recently in Fetty Wap's Fresh and Clean music video. Good for him. I did talk about the others because I simply do not care. Yeah, I just do not care. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Never so this, back. this is a bandwagon I do regret um, getting on. I'm going to be completely honest. And we don't have many of those. Do this. I know. Yeah, we rarely come on and like actively slate something. But don't watch this. If you've listened to all this episode and you still haven't watched it, don't bother. No, literally, don't bother. Or That's like. There's um there's a funny article though that I will say if you have watched it and you hate Harry as much as me, um if you look up the Jezebel, there's an article on that and the headline is Netflix too hot to handle. Netflix is too hot to handle has introduced me to my new nemesis Harry Josie and I honestly couldn't agree more. He is violent. He keeps duetting people on TikTok who make TikToks about him and it's just. He has such a kickable head, it's not even funny. Anyway, (laughs) don't watch it, basically. In summary, don't watch it. Do not watch it. Don't put yourself through it. Um, Back to self-care to avoid the show. Yeah, truly. Um, Sorry, but to go back to answer your question, because I'm actually reading this article now, it was $6,000 for oral sex. It was $20,000 for penetrative sex. Like, how good a shift would it have to be to cost you three grand? Like, Yeah. What would, like... Flying bee. Would you have been a flower as a child? What does that or mean? Child, you know what I mean? It's when you shift someone, but you're sitting on them. <laughs> like I just don't think that translates oh Ireland. Like, so you'd go to the London disco and you'd be like, "Oh my god, what did you do with Kyle?" And you'd be like, "Oh my god, I flad him." No. I ended up watching. Funny story. I went to a no. Halloween teen disco in no. Or are you there? No. Okay, keep going. I actually, I'll let you have this one. Oh, you're just being a dickhead. Okay, cool. Wouldn't be like it. Um, so I went to teenage disco. I think I was in third or potentially fifth year, having skipped fourth year, and I went to Katy Perry, and I was the worst Katy Perry in the entire world. Um, but like it was people from all over Cork, so it was like very exciting. Um, shifting people who you've never met, and I ended up getting with a guy who went as a Smurf who was covered in um blue paint and I flat him so then I ended up being covered in blue paint and it was I've never heard that term before maybe it's a cork thing or potentially a monster thing but or just a fanuda thing no it's definitely not a fanuda thing because I guarantee you if any of the cove girls are listening they will agree that fla was a thing when we were in secondary school how would you spell that even f-l-a-a fla Right. We have to keep ourselves occupied, you know. I've gotten far enough in life without knowing that word. Are you are you mad at me? No. <laughs> I'm just mad at the idea of it. Fair. Fair. Um I yeah, I think that's a that's a good segue into our mini bandwagons for this week, Breed. Yeah, flying is one of them. No, it's not. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um where are we? 
you asked me what else I'd be watching over the weekend and I genuinely had to put this on after every episode of Too Hot to Handle because I needed to stimulate my brain. Um, I watched, I'm watching New Girl from the start. Again. Excellent. Yes. Love. So, so good. I Nick don't think Jess, it gets enough props. Like. Nick and Jess are God tier TV couple, to be honest. They're just so funny. Like they're Nick, I can't remember his name as an actor, but he's just so funny. Like his physical humor is just incredible. So is, I feel like his name sorry, is Nick in real life as well, is it? Nick I Johnson? don't think it is. No, no it's, 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 it's something Johnson. Nick, new girl. Hold on. Nick, no, fuck. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. He looks like a Jake. Jack Johnson's uh, evil twin in a parallel universe. They're uh, just so funny. Schmidt, like, he, we used to be obsessed with him in school and we used to just quote him all the time. But he, he is doing great stuff on Instagram now with his daughter, who's actually the head of him, who he's homeschooling in quarantine. And they make these little sketches and she's hilarious and she's only about maybe nine or ten and she does these little skits with him about just being the kid like and they're really really funny would recommend a what, follow what season are you on and where are you watching i am watching it on amazon prime and um, through my chromecast my new best friend and i am at the end of season two and he started it on saturday I think. now i will say it does kind of dip off after like season three in terms of quality maybe season when, four I when I when it was on air I watched it all the way up I watched most of the episodes and then when I missed the whole last season where they jumped five years ahead so I'm excited to see what actually happens at the very very end because I never watched the very last episode time jumps are just never a buzz um, no. uh, I I think I watched the first three seasons and then I dipped off and it is something I would love to come back to because again they're very short and they're very easy like tonic to watch and like watching Jess and Nick well we're spoiling for people now but Jess and Nick do get together and it's just unbelievable like they are yeah. like underrated TV couple I think I don't hear enough praise totally um yeah and it will make you laugh out loud like most sitcoms now I can thought like Friends does nothing for me anymore I think I hit a, a wall with Friends when I was like 19 where I just watched it too many times that now when it's on the telly I'm like physically sick I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sitcoms, I was obsessed with it. I'm still obsessed with it. I started listening to the Scrubs podcast finally. What's that called? Um, Real Friends, Fake Doctors, I think. Or Fake Doctors, Real Friends. It is very good. I've Now I'm starting to watch Scrubs from the start um, as well. Would you yeah, say... Fake Doctors, Real Friends. Because you've started watching, obviously you started watching it and you wanted to wait until you could kind of watch along. Do you think it's very necessary to watch along? Um, I listened to the first episode, but I haven't watched it. And Like Scrubs for me was the one thing I had on DVD that I would watch, like I rewatched it more than I rewatched anything ever. So I kind of remembered a lot of it. But if you haven't seen Scrubs that much, it's probably better to go back and watch it. It's better to, yeah, it's better to watch it. And like, you kind of know, they do nearly a scene by scene breakdown and they talk through, because they have never rewatched it. So they're kind of talking about things they've forgotten and things they remember specifically doing all those years ago. And they're genuinely really good friends and like they have such a laugh. It's very good. I'm a big fan. Where can people find that? That's on all, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast catchers. Um good stuff and finally what was my final one bear with me 
Um, oh, it was going to be the people doing the run 5k. Hilda just tagged me one. I'm not going to do it. I'll donate to charity. I'm not running 5k. I'm not going to um, do it either. I'd rather, I'd rather die. I will also donate. I would rather die. And I, People but are I, absolutely I, making up their times as well. There's who... Like, I just do not believe people have what, like, have never ran a kilometer in their lives and now they're running five in under 20 minutes. Like, I just don't buy it. I know someone, and I'm not going to expose them, but they pretend they didn't, they did the run by posting an old run. So, yeah. Fake. Social media is fake and it's a lie. Do you know so what? So, instead of that, I have good news. Sorry. Instead of that, Space Jam is now on Netflix, guys. <laughs> what? Is that have anything to do with this? Just watch that instead. Oh, oh it's Space Jam is so I, good. I've been waiting for the day it was come it would come to Netflix and it's happened. Now you... um now R. Kelly mild mildly tainted by that, but still iconic. What what do I always quote? I wanna stay home and bake cookies. Oh with... yeah, I don't wanna go to school today. I wanna stay home and bake cookies with you. <laughs> when so he gets hit on the head. Good. I don't think I'm gonna be able for this reboot with LeBron, to be honest. Are they doing one? Yeah. Oh, I don't reboots. We've done our whole episode on remakes. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't go into them. I'm over it. Why can't people come up with original concepts anymore? Everything is just like a rehashed version of something else. Yeah. What were you gonna say about five days? I was just gonna say this whole thing of pe- like the memes and people in group chats being like, "Oh my god, girlies, don't you dare tag me! <laughs> I'll die, girl." And then, like, you know, they're only dying to be tagged. They're dying yeah. to be tagged. Dying. I just, that's all I want to say. I just, yeah. I, the, I've drama, tagged, the drama of it all. Do not I've been, tagged, me. I've been tagged twice and I'm just oh. actually ignoring them. I am, no. I would yeah, tag I you if I was doing it, but I'm not doing it. My sister tagged me, um, so I'm not going to do it. But do donate. Like, donate, like. It doesn't take exercise to give to charity, guys. Absolutely, I think that's yeah. an important note to end on. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, anyone, also, anyone who ordered merch should be getting it imminently or have gotten it already. Um, and from what we've heard, the quality is really good. So we haven't gotten ours yet, so we don't know, but I'm yeah, excited. Congrats. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to leave a review or rate us. Please do that on uh, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Um, we have a new Patreon episode up on Primary School. If you want to listen to that, sign up. Or maybe you are signed up and you haven't got around to it yet. Please do. It's very funny. And we will have another bonus episode coming this week. Um, I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. And we will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.